Headhunter. A little extra time to aim can mean a lot of extra time to celebrate. Faith Proudfoot, mercenary, 3058. You are listening to Wolfnet Radio, the show that asks for forgiveness before permission. Be your host this evening, Matthew Any Knight, Bloodbath Barons, co-host tonight. Running down the list, as always, Andrew, I approve, Middle Crow. Good evening, guys. How's it going? And Aaron, these are tight. Coach Kroll. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the enthusiasm. Ooh, overwhelming. He spent he has been in the sun all day, so he's um real excited. He's parched. Been a day. Been a day. <laughs> How's your swing? Uh the swing needs some work. Uh yeah. Man. I shanked two of them today, and that was pretty embarrassing. Did you counter the one and a half degree shift off your, uh, no, T? No, okay. I don't know what the hell I did. <clears throat> Man, Luke must have dreamt it up. Charles Giddy Dirks. Hello, Wolfnet. And sooner I, or later. I, I don't know what I dreamt up. I, I don't remember, but I dreamt something up. Oh, I, I remember, remember it's wall. Yeah, yeah, that was not a thing. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was, though. It's, uh, it's what do they call it? It's the um, Mandela effect. Yeah. Oh, nice. In another universe, nice. there is a wall of remembrance. That there the is. For, yep. There we go. There we go. It's like the Berenstein Bears instead of the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> and sometime soon later, uh, hopefully Tommy will show up. But anyway, he's getting rolling. Uh Tonight, we've got plenty of things to talk about with new products around the community, upcoming events, battle reports. So let's get rolling with new products. There's a yeah. Gray Death Legion Force Pack. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're Barnes was. Noble exclusive, but it, it finally landed. I'm excited. I, I, I haven't it. received it yet, but. Got two. I got, I got my two. Um, What's it look like in there? Well, uh, you get two assault mechs, right? You get the gargoyle, um, and you get a regent, and a shadow hawk that's jumping, and a. I, I'm kind of a fan of the catapult, uh, the K2 with the PPCs on it. Um, that's a, a neat, a new, a new model. That's that's pretty neat. Um, I I took a picture with because uh, I just happened to have a metal regent sitting on the desk. And took a picture with it next to the plastic one, <clears throat> spot on, size-wise everything. Um, I know why the region is in the pack um, because of one of the characters in the book, um, but I would, I would have rather have seen another new mech instead of one that we already have access to. But um, right all on. in all, all in all, a good pack. Um, the the. Uh, what would you have chose? Off the top of my head, um, for that story and, and what they had going on, um, I, I would have to go back and, and reread the story again. Um, I am familiar familiar with the story, but not all of the details. Um, and it was an, I mean, they were new starting out. So selection from the story was probably a little tight. Um, but Two assaults in one pack feels excessive to me. 
Um, Would you have chosen the autocannon aircraft? Oh, the uh, Karnov. They they put a autocannon in. That would have been well. That goes kind of that goes against what they're doing with the force packs, right? They're all mech based at this point. Um, Still would have been a pretty cool. Uh, that would have been a really aerial, aerial really cool surprise that to have that pop in there. You're right. That would have been pretty damn cool. I just wonder how how oversized the AC would have been coming out either the side or just out of the tail <laughs> or mounted somehow. <laughs> like where the hell do you put it? What the don't they have isn't that that C one thirty they call it Puff, the magic Spectre, dragon? It's got Spectre yeah. gunship. Yeah. AC one thirty. Got a couple of Gatlin guns on it. It's got what well, three three seven six two mini guns, uh twenty millimeter one oh five howitzer, something along those lines. I, I think I read, or I don't know if my dad told me or whatever, but they said that, uh, you know, with that gunship, they could put a bullet in every inch for a football field. Yeah. Like, that's, that's laying some work down. <laughs> and you only see just the tracers. So there's what, four or five more per tracer that you don't see? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that, the, that, uh, would have been, it, that would have been a pretty cool addition. Yeah, I, th- I think the Man of War was the was cool though, having to be yes, the because uh, it's what ab- the sea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Man of War, I'm I'm really a, a fan of the 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 new arms on it. They look amazing and awesome. Um, like I said, the Regent was the only one that I kind of scratched my head on because they just released it last year in metal. And they're the same. I mean, everything's the same on it. But I know that Catalyst wants to is making the move to be a miniatures company, so they're trying to get everything in plastic. So, um, I think they should do some it all advertising with that. They should do some advertising with that. Put away your mods, exclusive now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get the new catapult, don't we? We haven't had that catapult yet. Nope, that catapult is brand new. Uh, well, I mean, they had. Uh, they had metal. a lot of, they had a metal one that you could get both uh, yeah. launchers and PPCs in it. Um, I've got it on the shelf. I magnetized it so I could swap them in and out. Um, but forget the old heavy metal, the new and improved extra light miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, a, a good pack, read the cards. Um, I, I've been doing that as of late. I've been opening. Had to go through and open more packs, and I'm taking more time to read all the pilot cards and some fun, fun stories and fun things that you little tidbits that you're catching on the cards not, that I didn't necessarily always take the time to do. So, um, if you haven't, take the time to read the cards. Or each character is is fun and unique, and they all seem to have something that they're fighting through or working out. Yeah, I think that they also bring a lot of uh, interesting, like little hooks for some of those characters where they're talking about a region of space or a planet or something that we haven't seen anything from. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, what? They're from there, and what happened to them? Oh, that's weird. You know, like it, it. You don't know how it fits in, if it fits in at all, or if it's just a standalone th- standalone thing. But it is very fun. What do they call that in like uh, other games, like RTFC? 
read the fucking card. <laughs> so you know what's happening. Curtin, I, always heard, I always heard that in magic. Curtin <laughs> was the pilot of the regent. That's I knew it started with a C. He was a freeborn. Yeah, freeborn. That's Surat. And now just joining us, Thomas, Cat, Crack, Fever, Silent Sea, Raven, Kruger. Holy Christ, that was a mouthful. <laughs> I tell you what, I, uh, I've been on this job site for quite some time, and I, uh, I, was, I was nerding out with another guy, and uh, he was like, oh, <laughs> it, we're talking about different games and whatnot, and I was like, yeah, I'm a, a part of a podcast. He was like, oh, what was it called? I told him what it was, and the next day he came back. He's like, holy shit. I thought I was just going to see maybe maybe 1,500 downloads total, and you guys got so many. I was like, yeah, we, we, we averaged that more than a month. <laughs> <laughs> so you could, you could tell them we're established? <laughs> yeah. He, he was more on the, like the D&D tabletop, and I'm like, hey, we're all rolling dice, so... Yep. That's cool though, geeking out, nerding out with people. That's 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 where it that's where it's a lot of fun. You betcha. All right, so that's the Gray Death Legion Force pack. Um, my kids are gonna love that. There's a activity book two. Yeah. New coloring book, yay! <laughs> and puzzles and whatnots. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, I haven't I haven't downloaded it because my my cat doesn't do puzzles or coloring, but um, it. It, it exists. I've seen it. What well, if you it's, what it's if you find like a quad mech and cut the pieces <laughs> off and then like knit the cat a sweater that looks like a mech? Yeah, you're knit, trying to get me knit. murdered in my sleep, aren't you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, the the cat might kill you, but yeah. I mean, you could you could knit the cat a Goliath sweatshirt. <laughs> Just add a turd on his back. So it's, he can it's play interesting because it. it's a pay what you want item. So you can pay zero for it, I guess. Well, I don't know. Because I just I just try to get it for zero dollars and it's not showing up in my downloadable file. So is that like a how much do you think this is worth? You should pay that amount. Oh, let's see. Activity book. Oh, that's the first activity book. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, if you don't pay anything, it's like, well, we'll get it to you eventually. <laughs> you might get it with some scratches. You're, in the water. Gonna, you're, you're gonna get it just as much attention yeah. as, <laughs> as you're given, as you deserve. If you pay minimum for like shipping, then you should get it on time. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, you, oh, I like it that I can practice staying in the lines. <laughs> Oh, still doesn't give me a download thing, so yeah, maybe it's a. <laughs> we would appreciate at least three dollars. What is is kind of what it looks like. Hint, hint. <laughs> Suggested minimum donation. Suggested minimum donation. Nudge is as good as a wink to a blind bat. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I can't can't really give it a product review if I don't get the product. So. Maybe uh, maybe get a bunch for some kids at your local school. <laughs> oh, wait, they can't have weapons and stuff. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> we can't oh, anyway, new that. coloring book. Yeah. 
Uh, next on That's the list, fun. plushies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I think I, I still don't have a plushie. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I, I mean, because they, they were all at what Adepticon, mm-hmm. and but they weren't all in the Catalyst store. But now they're they're all there from Shinyodama to uh, Death Commando Irby. They're yeah. all there. I'm kind of waiting for an elemental. I, I really am. That would be pretty <clears> cool. Because then I could just catalyst. I, I could I could have an elemental um, that I could you know snuggle at night. Oh, <laughs> they should well, they should do uh, elemental beanie babies or something like that. Well, the, there, there was go. somebody there was somebody during one of the uh, Kickstarter AMAs who had a genius idea of when they. Um, uh, finally release a mad cat because you know it's going to happen um that they put little velcro spots on it so ah, then they can release yeah. elementals with velcro on them and you just like yeah, stick them together that'd be totally hilarious awesome. and then they could sell five elemental plushies at a time oh oh andrew's go. got the second best archer there <clears throat> no. i have i have <laughs> oh. this is the very first one of these that was made and it's very blue it's very blue I'm pretty sure I ordered two with my Kickstarter, so I'm not going to be buying any. Are you looking for the 001 tag on it? Oh, nice. <laughs> little little Toy Story uh, uh, throwback little Toy there. Story action going on, yeah. I like it. But yeah, they've got uh, the Pirate Urban Mech, Lyle Ur- Urban Mech, Kellhounds Archer, Wolf Shagoon's Archer, and Atlas, that's Davian. Atlas, that's Aerodonny Lighthorse, Phoenix Hawk, that's 21st Century Lancers, a Phoenix and a Phoenix Hawk Kirita. I think the Phoenix Hawk Kirita is the uh, Legion of Vega. <laughs> oh, that could be, yep. Or it might be Shin Yodama. I think it's Shin Yodama's Phoenix. I think it's Shin Yodama's. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Anyway, anyway they're, they're, they're pretty cool. Stuff I, they sit on the shelf. And, Stuff yeah. battle tech mechs. Very, very yeah. cool. At least they won't shatter. Yeah. But they will rip apart a bit. Throw that across the room instead of your dice or your miniatures. Oh, just imagine if people's cats or dogs get a hold of them. <laughs> I don't recommend using these as voodoo dolls, but I mean, oh, maybe. Could could you bring one to Gen Con and start putting pins in it for for your opponent like, that has oh, that? Oh, no. you suffered a hip actuator. Mm. Well, Kickstarter uh, unlocked the drop ships. Yeah. yeah, we should we should say that uh, the the addition of the drop ships are, I believe, now plastic and not resin. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that all the proceeds of the dropship sales will go to Mike and Melissa No, the owners of uh, Iron Winds, to help uh, Melissa in her continued um, journey with uh, some medical issues that she's having. So, yep, it's very awesome that Catalyst did that again. Um, it's hats going off, going towards a good, cause. awesome move, real, really good move. Glad to see that the community is helping the community. I haven't seen any pictures of it though. Oh well, yeah. It's a there's a union, an overlord, and an overlord C, um, and they are uh, map scale. So map scale. They'll be they'll be you know unfortunately slightly bigger than than our minis, but 
Um, uh, yeah, I was good. I, I had a little money left over in the Kickstarter, um, for my initial pledge. And then I knew I was going to be getting the refund for my, uh, clan invasion dice. Uh, and I was like, oh, that'll cover shipping probably ish. Um, but then they re- they had to go and release those drop ships. So <laughs> now I'm going to have a union class drop ship. <laughs> nice. I keep trying to leave, but they keep pulling me back yeah. in. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's exactly cause. it. Yeah. I, yeah. For an awesome I'm cause. Re- I'm refusing to log back in again because I spent way too much money already. <laughs> well, I don't think you'll I don't think you'll be disappointed in that. No. So then we got some things rolling around the community. Uh, tabletop Simulator, did we get in-depth at all? Aaron, talk about we, that. We briefly uh, talked about it on the lot last podcast. Uh, Break Time Phil is once again doing an amazing job uh, getting together, kind of pulling mods from other tabletop games to incorporate them into our Battletech or his Battletech uh, uh, tabletop simulator. Uh, I just tested it out. Or I was just hopped on the other day with him. Uh, he's got some really good tutorials that kind of show what uh, you can do right now with them. Um, he did a really good job. I believe they're on our Discord under the uh, tabletop simulator channel. Uh, it uh, We're still trying to find some time to... Uh, maybe hop on and actually play a game uh, so we can work out some kinks and stuff like that. So if you have some extra time or are very familiar with Tabletop Simulator, I would suggest uh, hopping on the Discord and looking up Phil. Um, He's pretty active and so far is doing a really, really fantastic job. Um, Could use some help with uh, just kind of some simple things, putting together some terrain bags, um looking for kinks in the system or or whatever just to iron it all out <clears throat> i think we're we're gonna try to do a either a streamed game or or a, a more in-depth tutorial once we iron out some things but um i definitely suggest uh if you're if you know tabletop simulator to to give it a whirl give it a try it's it's a lot of stuff he's got in there it, it makes it very easy um he's got a ton of mechs uploaded already infantry and combat vehicles and all this other stuff so um i think one of the thing is if you don't see a mech that you'd like uh let him know and he will try to get it in there he's also been doing some uh, image scanning of some mechs that he has that are painted and they are turning out amazing like they look exactly like the miniatures you have on the table and the look and feel just is a lot better than the than the 3D STL files that that a lot of people have done already. This looks like the miniature that would be on the table. So uh, very very excited about that. It's gonna it's gonna open up a whole another door of being able to play 350 with people not in your local gaming area. You can just hop on and and join a game and uh, and. In, knock out a 350 game with hardly any any effort at all so i i strongly recommend everybody if you're if you're interested in this uh to to hop on the discord to wolfnet discord channel and give it a whirl and uh and uh 
you know, especially give your feedback to Phil. Uh, he's pretty good at at uh, taking an idea and and getting it in there. Uh, however, his his wonderful coding mind works. I'm not at all on his level of doing this stuff. I just I'm just the idea guy, so I I, I know how to do that. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's getting there. Uh, it's a long ways away. So I just need to find some time to get a game in because time seems to be a pickled bitch. And that uh, <clears throat> that's really helped us in the past too. Play people at further distance and get them to understand and actually get started with 350 or even even looking at it. And it really helps those people that can't make it there, that don't have enough time to travel, they can just hop on. And that's yeah. that's been a huge, a huge improvement. And I had a lot of fun doing that too. And if you do have suggestions for Phil, remember we're trying to like get the the larger uh mechanics down first before we start tweaking the little tiny things but i think he wants to to hear about all kinds of of uh suggestions and, and stuff like that. don't flood him but you know post it in the in the tabletop simulator uh discord channel on the wolfnet server and uh he will he will uh take a look at it thomas did you have any uh anything to say about the silent auction I uh I was gonna say it at the end, but I got a uh I'm holding an event in November. It's November fourth if uh it's for uh extralife.org. It's uh affiliated with the children's miracle network. And and it will be in Sioux City, Iowa. Um it's not too far away from what are you that. what are you calling in it, Tommy? I haven't got that far yet. But the <laughs> silent the silent auction is going to be silence auction with an S. <laughs> that makes sense. I love it. Makes love sense. It. Silence auction. Yeah. yeah. Silence auction. Uh I'm, I'm I'm thinking about diving deeper into uh Discord, seeing if I can make a uh a forum channel and so that anybody on the online can uh make bids on this on the silent auction as well i uh i've, I've talked to quite a few artists to see if they wanted to don donate some of their time to painting things so i got a, a good uh handful of people you know who you are already um that have uh said yes to donating their time and and one of them went beyond and, and just ran with it and of course it's a great person we all know as Rashido and uh he's gonna I'm thinking he's gonna get get something going uh probably even a surprise to me so um, once Gen Con's done, I will be that. That will be my thing that I'll be working on. Is uh, this uh, charity? All everything goes to the charity. I got a team set up. It's it's called BattleTech: Colon Team WNRP. So um, anybody could join the team, and if they want to 
uh, do their own local event. That's that's awesome. So um, there will be more details after Gen Con. And I will continue to work on the naming of the uh, event. So if I, I know it will be a casual tournament involved and it will, and I'll, I'm leaving it as a jihad era just for anybody who uh, is already making a, I don't know who's making jihad lists out there. And this is through the extra life, uh, extra life thing. Uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, yeah, so right? yeah. extralife.org is extra-life.org. And um, and, my and that's team, uh, 100%. 100, uh, it, it does not go through anybody's pockets except for it goes straight to the charity. So... Um, so It'll it's a be... so it's a way that uh, gamers can raise money, right? Yep. Like that's kind of yeah. the, the the focus of Extra Life, gamers yep. raising money for for the kids. Yeah, if yep. you go to uh, extra-life.org uh, and you go into the like the search bar, you can type in BattleTech, and uh, the BattleTech team WNRP is underneath the teams page and it looks like we've already raised $70 out of a possible 10,000 so yeah i put a goal as 10,000 so i don't know i they've been showing me different things i'm like i i really got to focus on gen con first so <laughs> yeah um, yeah we'll get we'll get to gen con but after gen con it's going to be yeah, all hands on deck. Uh, not really all hands on deck. I think there's another something else going on. But it's not just tabletop. There's a lot of uh, people who like to stream their uh, online video gaming and stuff like that. And they have templates to go over their stream and whatnot. So there's a so, bunch of stuff. So what you're saying is if people aren't able to do like a 350 tournament or something on November 4th to, to try to raise money. They could maybe join the team and then do like MechWarrior 5 or MWO. They could yeah. still definitely participate any, any which way they wanted to. Exactly. So hold your own event, do it solo. It all goes to a good cause. So one, if, if, if you have Brushido involved, it, it's going to be good. <laughs> Hopefully, if I have my ducks in order, we'll be able to live stream from Games King and Sioux City as well. So, yep. Um, the uh, through my link or through if people donate to me, it's going to the area of Sioux City. Since I, I thought about, it, I was like, if I'm going to be in Sioux City for the tournament, I'm be donating to uh, Sioux City. And the uh, charity in Sioux City is uh, Unity Health, uh, and it's a St. Jude's um, charity. So, right on, great causes. And we got some other causes out there too in your local areas. Don't be afraid to step out of your uh, <clears throat> comfort zones and go uh, do some volunteer work, things like that. Uh, just past Fourth of July, we raised some money for some fireworks by making some pies. So. Grabbed a hundred dollar bill for 
selling a pie to get some more fireworks for next year. So if you have a reason and a way, make it happen. Make some people happy. Moving along, WolfNet workouts are in full swing. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still. Um, I've I've uh, I've been on the journey now two months. I've been lifting consistently Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, got a food journal. I've been watching what I'm eating and uh, seeing a, a positive a positive change in the direction that I want to go. It's not as fast as I would like, but um, <clears throat> I've heard and challenged some others. So I know that there, there are others that are um, starting the journey as well. So um, post if you need help. I mean, I'd, I've been posting my personal page for a little while, A, to keep me uh, accountable and, and B, to vent a little bit because my goddamn knees hurt all the time now. But it is just what it is. So I'm old, but I'm having yeah. fun. I'm having fun. I'm getting used to it. And it's becoming one of those things that I kind of need to do to, to get through the day sometimes. So um, I know it's on the right side. So are, are we going to call it WNRP 90X? Please tell me. No. More like maybe 25 and a half X maybe uh i'm working out just because i have to not look like a normal me in cabo so uh <laughs> you want that speed to fit right i'm toning tighten up you gotta get in it all tight yep tight. the longer we want to play the healthy we gotta stay so is that, <clears> why, <throat> is that why i was these are tight let's talk about <laughs> my, my glutes I think I'm going to work on my my uh, core as well too because I'm starting to get that. Well, I'm way past having that dad bod, and I I agree. I mean, why not start again? That's what so, I'm going for. Like a nice it's, toned dad bod. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not cheating myself. There's no way I'm going to get the washboard abs anymore. Like if I and, ever. Had I mean them. that's <laughs> and that's something, and that's something that I think you you need to be really truthful with yourself on is. I mean, there are special people in the world, uh, you know, hold up Dwayne Johnson, right? He's 51 years old. There's no effing way that I'm ever going to get to that level of, of physique. But well, each day, right? Maybe. Each day, you, each day you tackle it. Each day you, you, you embrace the suck and get through it. And, um, just one day at a time. And if you slip one day, you know, tomorrow's another day and, and just get started again. So, um, yes, Aaron, I wholeheartedly agree with you <laughs> on that, on that action as well. So, um, going for more of like, if I jump up and down, my boobies don't jump up and down. <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to have everyone, everything stay. <laughs> I remember jumping across the creek the other day. <clears throat> thinking that I was going to make it. I didn't make it. 
<laughs> I was way heavier than I thought I was. So <clears throat> I'm gonna start doing the same all, kind of stuff. All I, all I can picture in my head is the uh, Wiley Coyote Roadrunner scene where he takes two steps off and boom, drops straight down. That just stops in midair and defies oh, gravity momentarily. Tracks me up. <sighs> yep, that's exactly how it looked to my kids. Yeah. Like, oh, I should get in the shape. I right found on. out that if you do just a little bit, like you said, Andrew, uh, three times a week, or like, like I'll just sit here at the office and I'll just hide, you know, go up on Take my feet up, my balls, yeah. my feet, and just go up and do that fifty times. Yeah, it sucks after the first day, but after that, it's not too bad. So it took me, I think it took me about three and a half, four weeks to really get past the this really effing sucks and I don't want to do it to now I'm, I'm looking forward to going down um, the circuit that I have, I can get done in roughly about 45 minutes. Uh, so it's, I'm trying to figure out now, how do I, how do I branch out and get it, get it going, you know, every day um, that might be stretching too far out. already, but um it's a goal that I'd like to get to and, and see what I can do. So I found out I should probably work on cardio a little bit more, although I can still, I, I raced my son around an entire softball field yesterday or yeah, yesterday crushed him. Yeah. Almost Crusher. died at the yeah. same time. Did you, did you have to push him down after the first three steps? No, and then... no, no, I beat him. I beat him off the block and there was no looking back, but uh, <laughs> let's just say once I crossed the finish line, it was, it was. I was questioning some some decisions. <laughs> I was questioning my decisions. <laughs> well, I'm hopefully, still uh, that. maybe uh, maybe we'll have an anniversary when we started this, and we'll get the uh, the Wolfnet calendar photo shoot going. <clears throat> Ooh, the before and after, the before and after I'm calendar. We're gonna be in a shape where somebody wants to see that. Okay. <laughs> well, then you could take photos with fans a lot easier. Less yeah. less less self confidence. We, we 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 could uh you know charge what charge what you want kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like the activity book, you know, yeah, pay what you that's want. That's awesome. Because if you're if you with pay fat zero dollars, we don't know when it'll show up. But uh... wait, do I have to pay them? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That I don't think would be a terrible idea to get with the CSO guys and see about doing. 12 mini dioramas and make a calendar out of it Ooh. and have it go to a charity. Right. Absolutely. And just do the, do the pay what you want type of deal. I mean, I, I don't think that would take a lot of effort to get done. Um, yeah. Just find put a printer. You know, we should post it note and see if we can get that done. You know, what we should have done is we should have, in fact, we might still be able to do this, but take the best painted army of each tournament. Oh, there you go. And there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Get a nice uh, three fifty calendar going. That yeah. Cool. Do it in PDF style. I got a. Uh, I just need to start bringing that high res camera with then, or that S, uh, DLSR that I have, and yeah, Makes that's not a terrible idea. Uh huh. I'm telling you guys, I I I do the idea thing. It's just following through the ideas yeah that's for sure we'll <laughs> help you sure. we'll hold you accountable coming up with the ideas is not a problem for me it's just following through with them all right moving along appearances on the podcast circuit 
Yeah, yeah. Let's get some shout outs, guys. You guys have been uh, popping up all over the place. Everywhere. Um, yeah. No, uh-huh. it's been a lot of fun. I've been really appreciative to be asked to and, and getting a chance to be a part of all that. It's been a hell of a lot of fun. I, I've I've enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, Mercenary Star, I think, was the recent one. Yep. With uh yep. Seth White Fox. The Fox. Does an, Seth. Does an excellent job. Uh, not only with his podcast, but helping other people with their podcasts and he's a great auto shopping stuff. So we've I, like I I always forget we we usually shout him out once a month I think or <laughs> once every other month. So, uh, but yeah, um, and then the one before that I think we did Valhalla Club, which was a that was a lot of fun. Those guys are always a great time. Um, Tommy was on Valhalla. We've used those dice, those dice sets. Those, they they were kind of ups and downs, rocking. ups and downs. They go hot and they go cold. <laughs> Not mine. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine are the downs. His are the ups. But yeah, I think that's the curse. Once you once you start building a a a dice set, they're hot for like the first couple months, and then they just die on you. <laughs> but they work great for everybody else. But uh, no, it's always good for uh, content creators to cross pollinate, I guess, or however you want to. Maybe that's the wrong word. <laughs> cross pollinate, really? <laughs> cross that... promote? That... Yeah, there you go. Cross promoting. That started Leave it to the author to come up with the right words. Started with a P. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> edit notation. Edit timestamp. <laughs> no, we're leaving it. No, nope, no, we're leaving it. Leaving it. <laughs> we're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing. We're doing it live. <laughs> so, uh, Gen Con versus Adepticon. Yeah, I've 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 seen this come up a lot of times in the Discord. Well, Discord's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are asking, like, which is more appropriate? I, I am, I, you know, I am a hardcore BattleTech player. Does it make more sense for me to go to Gen Cons or Adepticons or the other various cons? I, I think that maybe it's a local thing because I know that a lot of Colorado went to LVO, and then the it was very much just organized play. Well, you know, like the, the vendor hall at LVO is not very big. Um, it is just very much driven by tournaments. So then people are like, okay, well, if I want to like go to vendors, if I want to, you know, meet the people that I, you know, that do the stuff, all of that kind of thing, where do I go? And I go, I don't know. I've never been to Adepticon. I know Gen Con's huge and all like everybody and anybody's at Gen Con, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best place. So I, I wanted to throw it out there to those of you who've been to Adepticon. No, what is a, the comparison? It's a really good question. Um, and I think it, it boils down to more of what are you looking for, right? Um, Gen Con, I think, is, you know, it's the granddaddy of the conventions. Uh, there is 
literally everything there. Um, in my opinion, maybe too much going on. Uh, that's kind of what we're experiencing with our with trying to do a two day event. Um, Gen Con, I don't think, is too appreciative of it. First and second, um, there is just so damn much going on, and people want to try and get to everything that they possibly can in those four days. That committing to doing something, even for the the you know just one day, it's a it's a huge time commitment uh, when you have all of that going on. So if you're into BattleTech and you want to play other games as well, um, Gen Con is an experience I think any gamer should really go have. <clears throat> on the me personally, I kind of like Adepticon better. Um, it still has the game feel, but it's it's a little a little less. It's not as chaotic. It doesn't feel as oppressive, if you will. Um, Gen Con, there's just so much going on. You kind of feel it in your shoulders. You feel you feel it around you. There's just there's a press, right? Adepticon, I didn't get that. Um, this was our this was Catalyst's first year, I think, doing LVO as well, and we were there uh, at LVO. Uh, other than the venue, I really liked LVO. Uh, it was a lot uh, more carefree. Um, there wasn't the oppressiveness. Um, it was, and again, though, in each one of the events that we go to, and this is me speaking from running events, and and and, and that it's it's our community, it's our crowd that surrounds us that really makes it for me makes the event um we just have damn good people that that show up and um you know follow rule one they're there to have fun and and we find a way to do that no matter what kind of curveballs they decide to throw at us like in you LVO gotta change after tables round, <laughs> after round one of lvo we had to move halfway across the the convention room which Everyone handled wonderfully. We didn't lose anything. We got switched and we just kept going, which was awesome. So that's that's my take. Um, uh, Matt, Tommy, and Aaron, you guys have been to, will have gone to all of them this year too. Right? No, you guys didn't make Adepticon, did you? Matt and Tommy? Nope. No. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what you guys think? What you guys think of LVO? LVO, basically, there wasn't a whole lot of. <clears throat> it it was it was mostly, mostly Warhammer there, right? Yeah. And I, we we kind of had a we had a smaller niche of of BattleTech, so it was a lot of an exclusive. We were the only ones, or one of two only ones, running events there. <clears throat> or that showed up to do anything with BattleTech or Alpha Strike. So it was kind of nice having, like you said, it's 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 not as there's not as much competition there com comparing the similar events. You know, it's like the the prime spots. And it's not well, all the same of other different things too. So it's kind of nice. We, I know somebody had recently walked up where I work and asked, what is the difference between these places? And then I, I shared similar things. 
you talk about the definition of each convention. Is it RPG? Is it board gaming? Is it, you know, uh, a comic place? It, it has its own characteristics, but there is a lot of mix of other things there too. And it's how busy do you want to get and how deep do you want to get in the crowds? If, if you have issues with crowds, smaller conventions are nicer um, unless you can overcome them. Um, so answering those questions and sharing experiences of which days are better, which do you have the time to travel that far distance or fly and get the pre-designated locations to stay overnight or the whole week? Can you get those deals? Um, are you only there as, um, someone visiting? Are you going to be an extra, an exhibition um, booth? Are you going to be just a player? Are you going to be a facilitator? Are you going to host something? Are you just going to be observing and commentating? There's a lot of different variables that you have to look at <clears throat> and can even get the time off. So if you can go to something local that's on a weekend, instead of taking up a whole week off of, off of your job, those, those are all the different uh, variables you have to look at. And it, it really helps them understand, okay, do I want to invest in this? How much are tickets? How much is um, a four-day pass? Or do I want to go for only a certain amount of days? When are the busiest days? Yeah, There's a lot of things to think about. When, and kind of piggybacking off that too, I think it depends on where your interest lies. Mm -hmm. If I, if I am just solely, uh, I, I just want to play the game, right? Then things like LVO works great because you get to play the game with great people, um, and have a, have, have a lot of fun. If you are, well, I, I, I want to play the game, but I also kind of want to like maybe see some nuts and bolts of how things work. Then something like Adepticon where they have more, uh, more booths, more presence, more, you know, more vendors, that sort of thing might more tickle it. And if you're like, I just want the full experience. I want, you know, I have a very broad, uh, game base. I, you know, I do RPG, I do tabletop, I do board games, I do card games then Gen Con is kind of the place to go. Cause then you have like your panels, you have lots of things where, um, if you want to get behind the scenes, understand how things work, be able to interact with, you know, content creators or, uh, uh, that sort of thing. Then Gen Con is kind of the thing. Cause well, yeah, Matt's gesturing right now. Like the, at LVO, there was some painting, uh, classes, um, and then at Adepticon more and then Gen Con a ton. Um, so it, it kind of just depends on in that way. That's my understanding, but yeah, I wanted to kind of throw it out there cause I'm kind of from the outside in at least for Adepticon. And Charles, you, you hit it out. That's exactly what I was going to say too, is, is if you are a huge fan of a particular game, um, I would highly recommend the Frontline uh, Gaming Circuit. Um, a lot of a lot of the people that go to those events, they're there really for a particular game, and they do it well, right? 
And Adepticon to me is like that middle tier where exactly what you just said, I'm there to play Battletech, but I can see some of these other things that are going on and it isn't hard to go see. It isn't, I have to schedule it or I have to find an open demo or anything like that where Gen Con is call it the full Monty, right? I mean, most game companies are releasing new games. They're showcasing exclusives. I mean, Gen Con is the event, ends the event where the, all the stops come out and everyone's trying to do the big thing, which brings people out. Um, so I agree a hundred percent with you, Charles, it, it, the, the tears are there based on what your what your what you want and what your focus is. Um, I think that, you know, that frontline circuit for, I really just want to play my game. I want to get in, surround myself with those people. And that's what we're going to do for the weekend. Adepticon, you can do that, but you can test some other things and Gen Con, you can do that. It's just, it takes you a little more effort to get there because there's so many people. Uh, you're going to have a lot of people walking through where you are playing, um, possibly asking questions, hopefully, you know, hey, what's this? This looks awesome. What's this about? Um, because I think Gen Con is more about um, experiencing new things or checking out new games or, hey, is this something I want to get into? Um, so you'll have some of that. Speaking of, is there any indication what Catalyst might be releasing at Gen Con? Is I've there been, any... I... I've I, I've been thinking about that this last week too, and I was going to reach out to uh, Ray and Randall and and see if they can if they've got anything. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to him real quick and see if I can catch him while we're on, and uh, see if there's anything we can we can yeah yeah, 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 we, yeah. secrets yep. we can juicy morsels. Speculation would be they would actually have the the mercenaries box set there. Like the physical copy. I would not go that far, dude. Don't say that. <laughs> like for display, I'm pretty sure they have. Oh, display stuff. Yeah, they have that yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Not, oh, yeah. not for purchase. <laughs> no. I thought I thought you were saying that they were going to have it for sale. Not no, to no, buy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no they no, they no. gotta they gotta tease us a little bit. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think uh, like having the Merc box would be yeah. a little. A little uh, preemptive. I'm, it's I'm, a little too far out, but um, I wouldn't yeah, even we'll, want that. I'm going to get mine in the mail anyways. Nah. Well, you know, <laughs> well, well, just just thinking because we had uh, what was it, a couple years ago was uh, Tamar Rising, one of the you know one of the best yeah. new source books they've put out. Um, then we had the uh, Alpha Strike box, which is one of the best box sets they've put out. Um, oh, yeah. hands, hands down. Oh yeah. Best oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. well I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't want to go too far out on a limb, but yeah, I'll I'll mean, I mean, you're, I'll I'm not going to argue I'll with run, you I'll run all the way out to the end. It's fine. Push it deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so Gen Con has had some huge releases. So I'm just, I mean, now how are Il they going to top it, the last one? Il Ilkhan's eyes only. I was just going to say that. Ooh, that would be one of the biggest drops if they had it there bring that your cash huge. bring I, your I, cash I, I i'd foot race somebody for that that i got you i got you i'll, I'll be your blocker i'll be your blocker um, i'm upset that tom and daniel aren't coming this year because daniel was the first one in the booth last year so 
talk about watching uh, well, people well, on well, a swivel. Like, what do I get first? <laughs> Z, Z's coming, right? Z's coming. The, she's Z's young. Coming. She's yeah. fast. Yeah. We just give Hopefully. her cash. Yeah, uh, but she, the problem <laughs> is she's too nice. She doesn't knock people down. No, that's what we do. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're very reliable. We're very <laughs> wait we can, is a sign we can of reliability. We'll, a little bit. We'll 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 provide the salient, and she can run through. Pep talk. <laughs> yeah, I I just I don't see any other than ill client eyes only. I don't really see anything that would be on the horizon unless they are going to release. See, that's you know, why it's staying quiet. Well, and and maybe they're going to do. Maybe they've got faction uh, lances to to preview or new mechs or something like that. Maybe they they'll, have, they'll have something. Giant archer instead of an urban mech outside. I, I think we already, we already know, we already know the other. We already know the other two they're working on. So yeah. Um, but just to just to go back to the Gen Con Adepticon thing, Gen Con. If you're going, you're going to get everything you got at Adepticon. To me, Gen Con just gives you a better escape away from the game you came to play, right? Because you can go all in on Battletech and do, you know, you can freaking do every single tournament, every single grinder, every single this. You're going to get burnt out, I think. Oh, yeah. At Adepticon, you know, sure, you can walk around, you can go look at the, the, the golden... Golden Demon. Golden Demon, that that's Andrews. a good hour. Yeah. Um, but the, otherwise, then you're just walking around and watching other people play games. Gen Man. Con offers you the one of the greatest uh, dealer halls you'll ever see, and to be able to just Huge. you can take a day and just walk through that whole thing. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to demo anything. But it it's a good escape from what you came there for. It's a nice little break and maybe something catches your eye or something like this it 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 lives it gives you that that extra level of activities that you can do that you don't have to pay for um but yeah adepticon is is games played gen con is the experience of games period so yeah um, yeah, if you guys if you guys had to pick one for for so Aaron, you've been to all of them. Right. Charles, you've been to LVO and Gen Con. Yep. Matt, Matt, Tommy, and uh, Charles. It's it's LVO and Gen Con so far, right? Yep. So for the three of you that were at LVO and Gen Con, if you had to pick one, if you had to tell somebody, my first convention, what should I go do? Gen Con. Okay. For for first one? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. I I feel like everything's always context, but if, if you are going with friends, go go do LVO or something along those lines, um, because like for for me, like like you guys were talking about, of I I I did a road trip with Northman and Bourbon all the way down to Vegas, hung out with a whole bunch of people that are great to see, met people that I've known for years online. Um, and it was just a great time to hang out and play the game we all love. Um, if I were to, if it was, I'm going to go by myself, um, I'd say probably Gen Con because then I can go find my tribe. Um, and, and not necessarily like only, only be hanging out with them over the table. 
because that, that's kind of how I felt at LVO is if I didn't know everybody, I could have very easily just like not known where to go or how to hang out with everybody after the fact. Um, but a Gen Con, like literally you, you can, if, if Battletech or Shadowrun, you know, if, if Catalyst is your, your game maker, you can literally just hang out there all day and your people will come to you, you know? So I, 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 I feel like that's kind of my differentiator, but if it's okay. for, for the first one, if you got a group, do the small one. Fair. Uh, Matt. Uh, totally agreed with uh, Gideon. <clears throat> you, you can find a camp anywhere, but are you going to get burnt out and tired of it? Sure. Um, so it's, it's nice where if you're at a smaller convention, like Adepticon, LVO, someplace, you have time to decompress take a step out, go enjoy uh, people and community. But you can also do that at Gen Con too. It's just higher paced and you can get lost in the crowd a lot more easily <clears throat> and there's more things to see. Okay. Um, I so, agree. Like if you want to get used to it and just step your, put your toe in the water to test the, test the temperature, go to a smaller, smaller convention. If you want full tilt, I'm going to go, you know, win the blood name or do something crazy or see all the new things or sit in the camp all day and see who's coming in and out. Like you can see your, your, your novelists, you can see your, your rules writers, your editors, your, you can see people you want to talk to. Um, like you could, you could headhunt for, for people you want to talk to, um, whether fans or <clears throat> catalyst team people. You can do that at, at uh, Gen Con. So, I feel that Gen Con. That so the reason why I picked Gen Con is is just the, it's it's similar to what Luke and Matt said. It's ripping the Band-Aid off for me. It's like go ahead, do that big one, and then you can appreciate the small ones. Um, because once you go to that's Look, I, I understand exactly what's going to happen. All of us are going to rush to the Catalyst booth. There's one hour at the Catalyst booth. Guess what? I don't find anybody else for the rest of the day. I know it's going to happen. It's happened every single other time at Gen Con. I'm not going to see the rest of you until I have an allotment that I have something to go do. So We all meet up at Ironwinds anyway. There. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, find each, we'll find Seneca <clears throat> there, or we'll find uh, other people there. So It's like that cross-country race you start. Everybody starts in a little, <clears throat> a little um, box, and you're all together. You're, it's all ramping up. Oh, release, you know, release us out of the gate. And then everybody mad dashes to where they need to go. And like you said, sooner or later you run into bump into somebody and or you get tired and you stop somewhere and grab a bite to eat. You run into him again. But you'll see him at the hotel again too. Well, and that was one of my favorite parts of uh, Gen Con last year was like every time I was kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. Uh, Well, I had had my late start because of flights and all that, but um, we won't 
we won't talk about that. But, um, <laughs> but, but that was one of you? my favorite parts was like, if, if it was like, all right, I got nothing going on for 15 minutes. I could just walk over to the, the catalyst booth and say, Hey, to Topa and just check in on him, see if he needed anything, you know, like it was really just cool to be like, I, no matter what I got a touch point, I can go, I can go find Topa. I can say, Hey, and see, you know, see how things are going for him if he needs anything. And no, because Topa's the, uh, a planner so he's equipped for everything and then he goes no i don't need anything i'm good i'm just hanging out doing my thing i'm like all right well i'll be back in an hour because <laughs> then i'll have another time block to to swing over but it, it's just a good time to be able to check in touch base with people it's a good time and if you can't find him you could always yell out tio yeah. <laughs> aaron you uh you will have been to, you've been to all three I think I know which way you're gonna go, but what what which which one would you would you recommend? Gencon. Yeah. Um, I knew that. When I went a long, long time ago for my first one, I think I was it was me and two other friends, and they're not gamers at all. They're or they are. They play D D and all this other stuff, but I was just getting into X Wing and I was like, Hey, I'm going to Indianapolis for Gen Con. Seth and Patrick? Yeah. Seth, okay. And so, and they just went along and I got to go do my thing. They were entertained forever. And the nice thing is, you know, one went for two hours and was fine. Went back to the hotel, <laughs> filled out. The other one spent the entire day there. I got to, uh, uh, I got to meet, I didn't know, I didn't know anybody in X-Wing. And by the end of Dot Gen Con, I knew everybody in X-Wing. So that was the really, like you said, I can go to Gen Con and find my tribe kind of a thing. Um, it's just, and and for me, one of my favorite things to do is just walk the the dealer hall and even the event hall. Because I like it because it's, it's just bigger. It's one gigantic room and so many tables of stuff that I can just kind of mill around and, and people do this. They just kind of hover over and look over the shoulder a little bit. Adepticon and LDO are a little more intimate spaces and they're where, a lot more focused it feels like to me right so it, it just for me gen con's a much more open big it, it is big everything uh but it also gives you the freedom to just kind of escape and do something else if you're getting burnt out on the, the reason you came so uh yeah that's just that's just my and i love indianapolis i, I love that city it's <laughs> yeah you do it's a lot of fun <laughs> we've had to like pull you off monuments <laughs> so uh one thing since we're talking about all that we will be at gen con um we are uh running a two-day event uh we've got 34 tickets sold um i think i just had another two people email me their army list thank you charles was one of them tonight that was awesome yeah i'm a good boy <laughs> uh so just be ready to uh, get your list finalized uh i'd really like to start seeing a vast majority of those come in here this weekend um i think i've got 11 or 12 turned in now which is a great start uh we, we do this for a couple of reasons um the biggest reason is to ensure that your interpretation of the rules is correct and that your army is uh valid to the construction list because the last thing that we want to have happen is you get to the table and we start looking at your list and go oh 
that's an experimental unit or that's a named unit and it's not allowed or uh, that unit doesn't have a, a, a ranking. You know, it's not listed as standard, advanced or experimental. It's just unknown. You get way too many right. of them. <laughs> or you have too many <clears throat> mechs or you have too many infantry. The it would really sucks to start the tournament out and go, what are you going to, you know, you can't play with that unit when you may have built your army around that. And I really don't want to have people have a bad experience. So that is the number one biggest reason why we would like you to get your list turned in so that we can ensure that it's good and that we can help you uh, through that process. Uh, I think what we're planning to do again is what we did last year, because I think we had, I think we all had a really good time with it. Uh, we're going to pull in uh, the tables, and I think we're going to find a spot at the Marriott again. Uh, they've got conference, open conference rooms uh, on the second and third floor. Uh, we're going to try and find a spot and get set up probably in the Thursday afternoon era and uh, time and just make camp. And if you run out of time or you just want to come run your 350 or shoot the shit or challenge one of us to play, um, that's where we'll be and, and, uh, looking forward to seeing everybody again. Uh, I, I will say last, last year, Thursday was, I think everyone had a lot of fun, uh, to just find a, a nice, cool and somewhat quieter place to hang out and, and talk battle tech. So I think Absolutely. that's the plan. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think we're on, on, tr on track to do that again. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Because then uh, Friday is the uh, Friday night's the Friday, go out meetup. Friday, well, Friday is the uh, three fifty tournament, and what we're going to do there is is we're going to take the top eight players uh, that uh, place in the three fifty, and they will play a three round championship on Saturday. And for everyone who doesn't make the top eight. On Saturday, we will have tables set up to play a doubles tournament. So that that $68 ticket is really for either one long, long competitive tournament or potentially two tournaments. And there's trophies for the 350 and there's trophies for for second and third for the doubles tournament as well. So um, I, I hope we get a good turnout and I hope people show back up on Saturday. Uh, we, this was a learning experience for us as well. Uh, we will definitely be doing this different next year. Um, if we, if we do this again next year, it, it will be done very different. Uh, it will make it, uh, I think easier for a lot of folks to figure out how to do the play in and we can, so we can get our top eight. Um, so yeah, I had, Again, Gen Con, we're there. We're running a two-day event. Uh, Thursday afternoon, we're going to find a conference area. We'll send out a message on Facebook and Discord, let everybody know. And if you're at Gen Con and you can stop by and say hi, we'd love to see you. Or <clears throat> segue to the Wolf Howl oh. at Gen Con. Yeah, so I, I'm just throwing this out there. This is not like an official thing. Um, but you know how we close out every episode with the wolf howl. And I got thinking the other day of how our, because I, I, I don't know. Those of you have like seen me at events lately. I've, I've had my, uh, my wolf net Jersey. So then it's kind of easy to identify who I am. Plus um, you're tall. When I'm tall. Yeah. Um, but 
there's a lot of tall people at Gen Con, and you can't just wander up to every tall person with a beard and go, Gideon? 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 No, no. Um, but um, I got thinking about like, okay, well, why why do wolves howl? Right? It's so they can locate each other. They know where they know where everybody is. So I'm just throwing out there. If I hear anyone wolf howl at Gen Con, I'm going to wolf howl back. And I, I want to see this happen. I, I want to see this happen. <laughs> and I encourage oh, you to do it too. So I what what like what I hope is like as the day goes on, people are trying to find each other, they lose each other, <laughs> all of that. But if you hear a wolf howl somewhere in the distance, you'll know at least it's your kind of pe- it's a battletech person somewhere and you can go find them. It, granted, you may have to figure out where like the catalyst booth and the t- game tables are because you might hear a lot of howls coming from those areas. Oh, um right in the middle if you're of the looking for somebody hall. else. <laughs> just a just a cascading wolf howl. Yeah. But it's funny as shit Andrew where you hear like 18 echoes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so th- th- that is, that is my commitment to you listener. If you, <laughs> if you are a Gen Con and you wolf howl, I will wolf howl back. Um, That's awesome. so yeah, maybe, maybe it'll help us figure out who we are and where we are and finding each other throughout the, throughout the four di- crazy days. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to hear this, man. <laughs> I can't wait for them to like run into the wrong person. <laughs> like you're not. Oh, <laughs> and then everybody just starts wolf howling because they think it's cool, and we're like, "Ah, you're defeating the entire purpose." <laughs> I know. I've got we got koi dogs out there. That very well could happen where people just start going, "Oh, oh, this is fun. We're all going to just wolf howl," and Bunch then the whole, whole place starts wolf howling, and then and then it defeats the purpose, but it would be just as fun. So it'll be another thing. <laughs> Moving back along, we've got battle reports. Uh, we had some Alpha Strike 350 practice with new errata, which was kind of fun. Probably won't get too deep into it, but we just uh, we just played one today. I had I played a guy uh, doing a finalization on his Gen Con list, and we played bunkers. And man, do the infantry dismount uh, change that game a lot? Wow, that was a uh, fun. <laughs> to say the least was yeah. it is it harder to hit them in the bunker no it's it's more of you have the ability to get to the bunkers a little easier if you want to leave your infantry open right mm-hmm. um that that half movement after dismount you can cover quite a bit of ground actually um yeah so that that 18 inch move you can get a, a shot uh and you've got an eight inch mover that's that's loaded uh i think you can get to the bunker in one turn now the center bunker yeah the center bunker but they're in the bunker with no cover right so you're definitely rolling the dice to see whether you uh survive but that's also on your opponent to recognize what's happening so um it's a good it's a good surprise last move Last move. Uh, in our game Thursday night, uh, I had to remind Tommy that uh, battle armor and infantry can now make weapon attacks in base-to-base contact. They oh, don't have God. to do. They don't have to do anti-mech. This is true. I also was uh, on base-to-base contact with two different units too. Yeah, so you could have split fire if you needed to, but 
what was it uh, was it assault battle armor tommy mm, it was, was, it, was a, it was my jade falcon of freets okay okay yeah right. no because that's the giving yeah giving infantry the option is pretty potent because you can go uh you know what like that plus one in order to get the crit it's not worth it i just need to throw some damage right now yep that's that's a pretty p potent change wait it wasn't the freaks it was the salamanders with uh HT2. oh that's right yep yeah uh, and he was he was firing on my landed uh vtol so he's like well i'll do more damage with the heat if he hits with a single die, well, you would have done damage either way if you would have hit with either pair of dice, but uh, he voted did for the know, anti -max. Did you know that the Dragoon battle armor go all the way back to Jihad? <laughs> yeah. No. That's I awesome. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, I mean, I also it... uh, need to petition uh, someone on getting uh, the seventh commandos. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but are Seventh Commandos a playable unit in Master Unit List? <clears throat> they, no. they would. Just, they're, they're considered mechanized they're in, infantry. They're they're an infantry unit. I know, but I think we deserve our own. A, a, a Seventh Commando listing is what you're yeah. trying to say. All right. Yeah. Great fire. <clears throat> Get on and it. And then, and then, uh, uh, no matter what, taking battle armor would be better. That yes, would be... <laughs> it, it has to be the same price point as battle armor. But you should always take the battle armor, but <laughs> terrible. Why? Because it's a textbook elemental raid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that a general for well, twenty-five years should have known that. And and uh, well, and now with the dragoon battle armor being available all the way back in jihad that means it's been laying around forever for like 50, it's like old old equipment and they're like nah we don't need nah, it just send them out with some <laughs> flak jackets and helmets plot armor well, oh man oh man anyway. when, 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 when plot armor doesn't hold up to strafing runs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that was Jade Falcon strafing runs, right? They were. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Man, I we'll mean, see Sarna put a, put a, have Sarna put a pin in that. Anyway, right. um, some of the other, some of the other uh, rules we've already kind of been playing, I think, so. Yeah. Yeah, we've been testing these out for a little while already. And Discord TNT presented uh, Bracket Brawlers. 1v1 matches kicking off as well. Um, Mario was setting up Tuesday night fights with one-on-one -on -one for some classic. So we're still doing some classic. <clears throat> that was a lot of I fun. I just want everybody to know that I actually showed up Tuesday night too with the full intention of playing in this in this bracket. So it was my children that decided that was not going to be my fate. So... Yeah. I did show up. For a There's while. witnesses. There's yep. witnesses. But it looks to be a lot of uh, really fun. It's it's just one on one. I think the games are supposed to last what ten minutes or so, ten, fifteen uh, minutes. It's... <clears throat> yeah, it's about uh it was, a, it was a dry run this last Tuesday, I think. It's like a fifteen hundred BB mm -hmm. uh including your pilot skills. So it was a lot of fun. You can use some alternate ammunitions. Um 
yeah, it's almost like Solaris. So um, we just throw together a smaller map, one versus one. You know, 10 people show up, and we might get some more, um, maybe fire up a few more servers so we can cut that down a little bit faster. So it was a lot of fun seeing how things panned out, especially with, like, um, ammo explosions. Um, we only started off with Intersphere units, so I was rolling in a Crusader 2R. Yeah. I could get yeah. another couple. I could get another couple servers running if you wanted them. It would be yeah. helpful. Okay. Yep, definitely. I'll see what I, I won't was, probably won't have them done by Tuesday, but I'll see what I can get done this week. It, it was a lot of fun having like fifteen guys watch one one v one match and uh, <laughs> trash talking talks, the other two, talks, pe- the trash two talk, people. Hell yeah. yeah! It was it was fun. It was a good yeah, time. Pick his pick his arm up and hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The peanut gallery was awesome. Yeah, it comes equipped with the peanut gallery. The peanut gallery was <laughs> was fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the other little things we had, I uh, redid um, a risk board mod, just putting some BattleTech or Alpha Strike miniatures on the board with uh, my kids, <clears throat> and that was a lot of fun too. Just something you can run with uh, younger age groups. Um. If they're not playing all the exact rules, no big deal. But if you can start them out a little bit younger, if they want to play, don't force them. But it's a lot of fun. They uh, they kicked the crap out of me. I uh, I played the red team, and they played the uh, the blue team, and they totally smoked me. So lots of fun doing that. Uh, Westminster 350 tournament. Yeah, um, last weekend. Uh... Uh, the Colorado crew put on a 350 tournament up in Westminster. Um, had a lot of fun. There was a, a bit of trying to, um, well, I guess a, a lot of like, wait, so with the new Lorata, how does this work again? You know, so there's a, there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> kind of learning on the, on the move. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And to, um, Andrew's point earlier, bunkers is a whole lot different now. Um, and and not in a bad way, and and I think in a very good way. Where um, I I know that well, I mean, just kind of your classic. If you have, I'll say dasher, because it's you know kind of the ubiquitous elemental carrier. But you you run a dasher, you you can run it to the backside of the bunker, get partial, you know, get your partial cover, to hop your elementals off. They can jump over the top of the bunker into the doorway. Um, so you don't have to be throwing your transport in harm's way, um, which can end badly for your, uh, your infantry, but, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, the one thing that we, uh, tried doing why well, by it's the Royal, we, what, what a caveman was doing, um, was he wanted to do preset terrain just because, uh, he wanted to cut out the, the complexities and some of the time out of the 350. Um, in order to kind of get his, get all the games in while the shop was open. Um, and there were a, a couple little, little struggles, but overall it was really good. Um, there was, I, I very much lucked out. There was one urban map and that was the map that, uh, I was on when I faced the C3I, uh, list. Um, so that, that 100% saved my bacon. Um, I, I, I don't know how I would have won that game if I had been on any other map, but, um, I, I basically could hide the whole time. So, (laughs) um, 
but yeah, um, the uh, winner was Rick. Uh, so congratulations, Rick. He beat me in round three. So that makes me second place, right? When you lose to the guy who won. Um, sure. But third, uh, <laughs> third, if you go by LVO. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I was like in sixth place. Um, but there was 18 players. Great turnout. The, uh, uh, awesome. the yeah, the Denver metro area it, um, showed up in force. Colorado Springs was a little thin, but, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a little bit of a road trip and a lot of life going on in the middle of the summer. So having 18 people in the middle of summer, uh, in Colorado is definitely, uh, impressive. So, uh, it was, it was a good time, good learning experience for a lot of folks. Um, and yeah, just another, another 350 tournament that went off, went off well, I think. How'd you think the preset terrain went? Um, it definitely saved time. Uh, it definitely made the game more fair. I want to say for between, uh, experience levels. Um, like there was a, there in one of my games, uh, I was playing someone who was relatively new, um, to alpha strike and completely new to 350. But looking at the board, he could definitely identify immediately like that is the better side for me to be on right now for this scenario, this game, that is the better side. Whereas if we had been placing our terrain, um, like, it, I don't know, terrain placement is like such a, like a three steps ahead kind of mini game in the game that I I feel like I would have been able to set things in my advantage, but in, instead because it was preset, he was able to just go, that's the better option for me and, and take it rather than like step-by-step step coming up with it. There, there was a couple little snafus, um, for like objective placement and stuff like that. So the pre-placed terrain had to get moved by a judge, uh, a couple of times just to keep things fair, um, and accessible. But, um, it, it was, it was also fun because then the, um, the table you were on made a big difference. Um, like I said, the, the one game with the C3I, I didn't pick the city map. I didn't place the city terrain, uh, to my advantage. I was just able to take advantage of what was there. So it was a little bit more thinking on your feet rather than knowing this is what I'm bringing and I'm going to make the terrain work for me. Um, it was having to did, figure out what, did, what was going to work. Did you roll to pick a side? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, instead of rolling for terrain placement, uh, you, the winner, uh, got a pick side or they could defer and win first initiative and let the other person pick side. So, yeah, no, it it was, it was definitely, and it was a good experiment because the, the, uh, like I said, the, the terrain pieces that were available weren't all, um, kind of the, the classic 350 pieces, you know, five hills and three woods and two waters or some mixture thereof. Um, so like there was maps with some, like there's one map with like a volcano in the middle, uh, not the exact middle, but so it was interesting because then you could kind of do those things without making it where if that had been player terrain to place could have completely screwed somebody right out of the gate with, with that kind of terrain. Um, but having it be pre-placed by the, uh, TO could keep it relatively fair and still have really interesting terrain. 
so it, it was a lot of fun but um definitely i think it puts a lot of onus on the to to set things up in a way um so yeah that hats off to caveman for making that work because it it took a lot of work to make sure that things were balanced enough but not necessarily just like cookie cutter on both sides of the board because that also isn't necessarily uh it seems fair but it turns out to not terribly be fair so um yeah yeah it was it was a good time though you want to uh, go into uh, go uh, into the upcoming events before we do it guys i gotta take off um i'll just do my shout outs just my general thanks to everybody who's listening i hope to see everyone at gen con uh please look us up on facebook and everywhere else for the discord and go try out uh some the tabletop uh simulator but uh yeah i gotta i gotta head out but uh hope to see you guys all at gen con so uh, thanks guys all right thanks coach uh upcoming events all right i'm gonna get through these fairly quickly we've kind of covered these and i actually just posted this to uh facebook as well uh gen con august 3rd through the 6th we've got a two-day event going on we still have uh, 12 to 16 tickets, no, 12 tickets available, 14 tickets available for that yet. Uh, it will be at CoolyCon in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, August 18th and 20th, uh, doing a doubles and a 350 there as well. Uh, we're going to be at StrategicCon in uh, Los Angeles, um, September 1st through the 4th. I'm uh, I, I'm still working on uh, Ostacon, which is in Austin, Minnesota, just uh, hour 20 minutes south of me here on I-90. Uh, I'm still working on potentially having an event there. Uh, we have Tommy's charity event coming up November 4th in Sioux City, Iowa. Uh, that same weekend, I will be in St. Louis for Warfare Weekend. Uh, we will be running a doubles and a 350 tournament there. Uh, come back November 17th and the 19th. I'll be at Renegade, uh, the Renegade weekend, which is in Plymouth, Minnesota. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of different stuff. I think we're actually going to try and do either a, a blind box Alpha Strike grinder or drafted for war along with a 350 tournament. And then we round out the year with uh, Crawl Sisters of Go Go. That's the start of our season, if you will, uh, December 9th. Uh, and I don't know if we've decided where the hell we're going to hold that yet. So stay tuned. Yeah, it'll be interesting finding that uh, location. Uh, shout outs. Andrew. All right. <clears throat> All right. I think I can read this. So I want to give a shout out to my local gaming group. Um, uh, I'm going to miss somebody, but uh, John Tell, Jamie, Marshall, Kelly, Bob, Jarris, John, Bob. Tobin, Terry, Dakota, Steve, Sean, Ben, Ken, Tom, Daniel, Brian, Sam, Luke, and Shane. Uh, I see these people throughout the month. Uh, it is a pleasure every single time. Uh, it is so much fun to have a like-minded group and just continuing to have fun doing this thing that we're doing. Um, thank you for, for coming out every week and uh, making that an enjoyable experience. Um, I got to give a shout out to the Little Dragoon, Daniel Bovey. Uh, his birthday is uh, next weekend, so happy birthday. Uh, 
my local store manager, Dakota. Um, he is fantastic. Uh, love the fact that he's coming to me and, and, you know, tonight he just said, thank you for doing the work that we've been doing with Battletech and, and making it be a, uh, a high point for our store. Uh, he just got a, a brand new shipment in on Thursday and a guy walked in and spent 700 bucks and bought everything off the shelf. So we've got... <laughs> We've got a lot of a lot of BattleTech stuff happening here in Minnesota, and uh, I, I couldn't be more thankful. Um, Patrick Saul, uh, he is the uh, the cat who has been organizing getting Strategicon set up for us. Uh, really, really looking forward to getting to Southern California and seeing seeing what 350 looks like out there. Uh, quick shout out to uh, Phil and Joey for helping us out with terrain to uh make that event go so uh, really looking forward to making that trip and then last but not least uh to kevin the master of the brush brushito uh i i hit him up last week uh, a little while ago to try and give me the recipe for what he did for painting Zana's army because she had to swap out a mech and uh really he, he instead of giving me the recipe uh, offered to paint it. So <laughs> it's got to keep those secrets. It's awesome. It looks so good. I'm so excited for her to get it. <laughs> so thank you for that. Don't, don't take that out. Put it back in. Uh, Aaron already went through his Charles. Um, I want to uh, give a shout out to everyone who uh, donated to the GoFundMe that I posted uh, on Facebook and on the discord, uh, for, uh, one of the local, I mean, like I, I said, like a pillar of the local gaming community, he works at, uh, uh, the local game shop called gamers Haven out here in Colorado Springs, um, had some medical expenses, um, emergency expenses come up. Um, and the GoFundMe is currently at uh, three quarters funded. Um, so if anybody missed those posts and, uh, has a little cash to be able to throw towards Troy, um, reach out to me. I will send you a link to the GoFundMe. Um, but thank you, um, for even just, uh, the, uh, any, anybody who's contributed or even, you know, just contemplating or anybody's w wished Troy well, um, really means a lot. Um, then also caveman for putting on the 350 tournament up in Westminster did a great job, sir. Um, and then, uh, Max, Rick Parker and Devin, uh, for being wonderful opponents. I can only hope that you had as much fun in the games playing against me as I had playing against you. Cause it was, it was a really great event. Um, and everyone that I'm going to see at Gen Con, um, this this year more than any previous year has been a lot of people reaching out and saying hey where are you going to be you're going to be there because we're going to be at the at the event hall all week rather than kind of splitting our time up or being out at battle barn um so i am really anxious to be able to actually meet everybody who i've been talking to for years um and seeing those of you that i've already met um it's always a good time to be able to get together uh and uh, you know with this community and be able to see face to face and talk um without the discord static it'll be i'm, I'm really pumped so uh and, and make sure you uh throw me a wolf howl 
And Tommy. Uh, you know it's it's hard to to come up with one every single month, but you know there there's a lot of people out there that in, in our community that are just great, and I'm glad that people listen to us and just the, everybody in the fan base. So thank you. Uh, I want to touch base with <clears throat> Tommy and Aaron for helping me test on Thursdays because, yep, you know, Gen Con's list ain't done yet. So <laughs> having a finite that I'm done with the chassis. Now it's the variants. Uh, it's going to be a lore list. So I really appreciate Aaron and uh, Tommy beating the crap out of it so that it uh, stands the test of time. Um, I do also have a shout out for uh kevin witt uh such a great painter um i had picked up a 28 millimeter bandit uh from ryan kimmel shout out to ryan because he's awesome at printing and running uh host events um from international painters and out at the uh the barn in um indiana and uh bershito was nice enough to paint a 28 millimeter bandit with infantry, which depicts our, I guess, lore uh, 3D representation. Hopefully, sometime I'll be able to get that on a 28 millimeter board and see if we can survive, even if it is a Chippewa 2C. So that's all about I have. Um, any comments, questions, concerns, you can reach us at wnrp at wolfstragoons.com. Or you can find us on YouTube, Discord, and Tabletop Simulator, I finally added in. Patreon, Facebook, Queensboro. Uh, check out, see if you can get some swag or uh, apparel. That's really good stuff, especially when I help out your uh, golf game. See if you can get one for you, Aaron. Uh, that's about it. So have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Oh. You're muted. It's a silent wolf. <laughs> wolf. Shit. <laughs> I love it. I don't I know why. I love it. I was I was actually waiting to see how long that you could go because you're gonna have to fill the hall. It's a big space. Oh, well, I, I got a I got a microphone here, you know, so I, I don't want to I don't want to peek it out. But uh, are are you gonna bring a megaphone or a bullhorn ooh, to like? Wolf? No. No, no, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I do fear that by the end of day one, I may be out of, out of voice, but we'll see. We'll see. Gotta, you gotta try it. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. going to be, it's going to be fun finding out. Everybody sounds wonderful. Tommy, you still there? Mm. Waiting on Tom. Somebody wake up, Tom. Yeah, it was pretty funny having him play host because <laughs> then he then he had to like talk and be awake and everything, not making lists.
It's like a whole new experience. It's like a whole new podcast. He's, he's shitting his brains out right now. We can start without him. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to go remote to Tom. <laughs> oh, oh make it stop oh god <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> why did i eat so much curry oh. i hate taco bell taco oh, bell cool. always wins <sighs> oh it's only got single ply no <laughs> oh god <laughs> You know, you know, you're at a at a luxury <laughs> hotel when you get two ply. 